Hello, I'm Claire Cooper. And I'm April Wilde. It's time to kick back, relax, and surrender. Surrender. Welcome to With Intention Podcast, a place where we grow, we flow, we delve deeper, and peel back those layers and just learn a little bit more. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to With Intention. Thank you to everybody that have been tuning in over the past few months. We really, really appreciate all your feedback and your messages. It's been really, really exciting. And as you know, last week we uh, did a, a great, well, I did an interview with my husband, Emmett Scanlon, and we've had a phenomenal response from so many of you. But now I can welcome back April. She's come back from Florida. She's tanned. I'm very jealous. And she's glowing. She's in her third trimester. Welcome back, April. Oh, thank you, Claire. I missed you while I was away. (laughs) We missed you. (laughs) Oh, it was so nice to hear that podcast with Emmett. And just, I think it was so personal as well. As you're married, it was grounded down to earth. I loved how you recorded it in the car as well. The only chance you get when you've got children. (laughs) Honestly, our house is so noisy. And I said, let's just do this in the car because actually it's a really good sound booth. Mm. So actually, I might recommend we do that. At at the moment, right now, April's in her home. I'm in my house and we're having this, we're recording the podcast this way. And, um, you know, we've we've got a nice topic, which April's going to introduce and talk about. Yes. So today it's all about welcoming in the spring energy, the light. It's all about rebirth and growth. And I find that this time is the most powerful, especially for us as women, because it's like we've been in hibernation throughout the winter and we're kind of starting to tread back from the earth and from the roots and our energy is starting to come back. Now with it, we have to know that it comes a time where there's a transition period. We might feel a little bit low energy. We might find we get sickness bugs or we feel unhealthy, but I tell you the light is emerging and it's on the 20th of March. It'll just be when we launch this uh, podcast the day after. Um, It'll be the spring equinox, which is a really, really powerful time. And it's a turning point in the earth cycle when it's a time where the days and nights are equal in length. And it's like this in all parts of the world as well. So it's very special. What I like as well to say is the celebrations all across the world. So it's not just in the UK. It's I've um, been thinking about this today, actually. There's like in England, we have the Stonehenge. We do a beautiful sunrise ceremony. But across the world, we've got the Holy Festival in India. We've got the Songkran Water Festival in Thailand. In Mexico, people gather around the pyramids wearing white for rebirth and growth. And I could list loads, but, you know, you get the gist. It's it, This is a thing that's celebrated worldwide. And we really need to tune into it. Oh, I'm so ready for an awakening. Honestly, you can probably hear by my voice. I've, I'm <laughs> just coming out of a really nasty 36-hour, 40-hour, I don't know, bug. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been sneezing everywhere and I'm so ready for a bit of a rebirth and replenish. And and I love I love springs because I've already started spring cleaning the house. Nice. And we'll go into that problem. I mean, I, I really I'm trying to move all the rooms around and adjust everything. And it's just it feels like it's more intuitive that I have to do it. And I feel like I'm being pushed to do it. And I'm sure that people do. But there's a lot of stagnant energy in the rooms and that needs to be shifted and moved. And I, I sometimes use sage to shift things along once I clean the room out I get my sage out and if anyone out there that 
doesn't really or isn't familiar with sage it's a really good um native american um technique where they would sort of burn the sage and it cleans the air and actually it's been proven scientifically that does change the um i think well, i don't know how it's built the air molecules and everything else it actually does mm. yeah it's amazing i find it really powerful i remember when i was younger my mum used to burn it all the time i was like oh my god what is that fog that's <laughs> and but actually when i've been working with it over the last few years it's crazy how literally just doing one room like your bedroom or somewhere you're just feeling like oh it's a bit stagnant and it lifts it and especially if you do it like open all your windows oh yeah freshen the house maybe get some new house plants um and it's a really exciting time to do this because I think in naturally in winter you know we have Christmas and we kind of build up a bit of clutter don't we we get lots of presents maybe we don't like as much from (laughs) relatives some we love but it's the time maybe to give back to your local communities give to charity clear out the house but make space for yourself inside your house if you've got all these things around you then how are you meant to feel free in your body it's cluttering your mind as well as phys- as well as your physical space so. yeah I, I got a whole box of crystals and I thought oh my goodness what am I doing they're just ha- harvesting all this energy these crystals are just sat there and I said to Emma I need to put these all on a tray outside and just let them cleanse and just clear them because I feel like they're just collecting anything that's gone on whether it's whether it's upset, whether it's uh, whether it's frustration or or even joy and happiness, all those things. Of course, I want to keep those, but I I need to cleanse, and so I'm going to put all my crystals out very soon. And um, well, I'm glad I, you said joy because it was a theme that I thought for today's podcast. Like joy is the big one. That's oh. what comes with spring, if you like it or not. And you know, obviously, there's people that have been going through hard times. I've had a lot of messages lately that people have lost loved ones, or they might be having struggles at work and. And lots of relationship changes, you know, lots of things start to change as we go into a new year, especially. And now we're heading into March. It's like, it's a time to kind of spring clean our lives, but don't necessarily look at these things that have happened as a negative, because often these things are a step in the right direction to positive change. So, you know, even if you come out of a relationship with someone you love deeply, there might be something better on the horizon, you know, if you're, or if you lose a business and there might be something even better to come or with a job or whatever, but joy is awakening in nature. We see it all around us. If we like it or not, wherever you're out, even if you're having a really hard day, we start to hear birdsong. We start to see the little bunnies running across the roads and the flowers and the daffodils. And it naturally invokes a sense of happiness within our bodies. If you like it or not, like, nature is a coming alive and this is our time to come alive as well yeah I I yeah I mean springs are my favorite months actually because obviously you've got Easter uh, for those that celebrate it you've got and I always think for kids actually I know it's not what Easter's about necessarily but the Easter egg hunts is just something quite exciting and fun and I don't it's know about what, just for the kids I forget I, <laughs> I do I can't wait I've last year we dressed ocean up as a little bunny and you know and actually it was just it was just so cute and it kind of what it did actually with me it it sort of it 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 sort of awoke those feelings of being a child again that I you you forget you you get so bogged down with being an adult and actually I I like to play I like to be in that sort of childlike energy and I think spring brings that I think this this spring's going to be exciting because I feel like it has been a heavy year for so many And I mean, talking about like last year and coming into this year, I'm not just talking about just this year so far, but certainly let's get clearing that away. But let's talk about some other things that we can do. 
Yeah, so maybe we could talk about like rituals that we can do. You've already touched on spring cleaning and now you can go quite far with this. You could, you know, you could look into maybe feng shui philosophy, which I've, a lot of my upbringing actually has been based on this and putting things in certain corners of the house that bring in prosperity, like money trees for fortune or uh, pictures of family in your family zone. You can, I mean, you can Google loads, like feng shui maps of the house and the different directions that you can put things to bring in prosperity or loads of different traditions but really it's tuning into your intuition and we all know that we feel lighter if we have like plants around us or beautiful colors and repainting the house or just you know redoing up your room and getting some fresh new furniture and it can just uplift us so I've put definitely spring cleaning as one and and when you're doing it maybe like put some loud music on that makes you feel good um like you said sage the house get some candles lit you know make it a fun experience like set a day and it's actually really good if you can have a day off next week um or I mean this week you know when the podcast launches set it in you know Mm. and make it a day for spring cleaning like really put it in the diary and if you Um, are going to use say just want to touch on this how you use it you have obviously a bulb obviously be very careful because you are lighting it with it you know smoke and fire and so on um but when you you start you actually come into your home through the left you work on the left hand side of the home and you work all the way around the left that might take you upstairs first before you've done the downstairs but you follow it all the way around till you come back out through the front door so so you follow all and don't forget to do the nooks and crannies so that's the corners corners, guys (laughs) that's where the energy sits and sort of like stagnates and and you know anything that you've been harboring it might just be bundled up in that energy so use your sage wisely it's really beautiful and it smells at first when I first used it I I was like it's quite strong but I love the smell now it's so natural and so earthy and and you know so many people do it and if there is, if you do find it overpowering as well, I sometimes use Palo Santo, so it's like from oh. Mexican tradition. And that's good as well, but it's not as potent. Um, but I like that idea of going into the nooks and crannies. And something my mum used to teach me was, so you can get a, a singing bell, like a ringing bell. And I mean, I, I used to find it hilarious when I was younger, but she'd ring the bell in every corner of the home and she'd write a little like vision for every room and put it like to make a little room altar. Cause like when in Bali, which I've been very inspired by, I actually set up my vegan cafe all based around Balinese principles. Um, they do this every day. So we're talking about one day of spring cleaning. Like we can all do that. But every day in Bali is they put offerings out to the home, to their place of work, even in the car, they make them out of banana leaves They put little flowers and a candle and some fresh fruit and rice. And they make an offering to, obviously, their gods. But it's whatever gods inside of you is, you know, whoever you believe in, or if you even just believe in nature or the universe, make a little offering, you know, in that room and try and do that throughout the house. And just think how much positivity that will bring in. It's interesting you you said that, actually, because as you were saying, because I've never thought to do that. And um, like... We're, we're ready to move our house mm. is way too small for us at the moment but you know with the current climate it's quite it's a strange time for everyone isn't it but I think if you if you fall back in love with the home you're in and give it some love then the other one's going to present itself and I think you've given me a few ideas there I think I'm going to kind of give some I love I love our house by the way it's just too small at the moment so I think I might do some offerings for the home I think that's right I've never thought of doing that 100 percent. and like and even if you start uh, with a main altar so I put on our rituals I've made a little list for today but 
creating an altar in your house is so important. This is something that's been deep rooted in me. And I do sometimes do them in each room. So even if it's just a candle, a little flower um, and a little affirmation, you know, you could do one for the lounge, one for the kitchen, but sometimes that's quite a lot for people. So just pick one room that's somewhere balanced, calm, not with lots of radiation or TVs and all sorts going on. Make it a room that you can go and connect with every day, that you just sit by the altar. It can just be on a little table or a stool or something and somewhere you can just set an intention it only needs to be for a few minutes and that you can go back to each day and I I have it in my bedroom because I can wake up in the morning sneak out of bed before the kids wake up or sometimes after while they're having the breakfast and I just go over I have a little garnish I'm a so do I. yes I love garnish because the remover of obstacles I always need that in my life <laughs> yes a little garnish and um some incense and I have my oracle card set out which reminds me we've got to do that today but um and just like some things that remind me so I've got a picture of a, a spiritual teacher that means a lot to me some family and it just uplifts me even just looking at it and it's nice as well if some people listening might be quite spiritual if you have got an altar refresh it make sure yeah, I need to do that. The season give it a dust give it a, a give clear. It some love and respect yeah, exactly and, and fresh flowers as well because Often, you know, we buy other people flowers, but how often do we actually buy them for ourselves? You know, buy some flowers, decorate your house. You, you can put little flowers when you're saging by the doorways of each room, just one on each side. They do this in Bali and I love that. It's a really nice tradition. Yeah. Also, I suppose with the moons, you can time it with the moon. Mm. Oh, we can sort of use, because the, the new moon and the full moon, they, we can use them for different things. Of course, you can do use them for similar uh rituals as well but they are they do have their specifics don't they Mm -hmm. so I mean I suppose we could explore that couldn't we well the day that we so today uh, the day we're launching this podcast is the new moon so let's talk about that yeah so Emmett always gets these confused for 10 years I've been telling him (laughs) (laughs) honestly so so the new moon is about um manifesting and bringing in and you'd think it would be the opposite because it's a dark moon but it's it's a time to bring everything that you've put into fruition, especially and you've released, you which you did in the full moon, you can actually bring in in the new moon now. So yeah, so full moon is releasing it's new, new beginnings moon. as well, isn't it? I like to That's see it right. because it's an empty slate. It's like you can plant a seed and you then watch it grow because it builds oh, in light. Nice. And then when you get to the full, it's like whoa, superpower of energy. And I actually think the full moon really affects me, like in not always good ways. Like it can be quite overwhelming and overpowering. Um, it, and that's it reminds me to always take a day off because that's why a lot of in yoga tradition you know as a yoga teacher they tell you not to practice on a new moon day or on a full moon day because it's overwhelming for the body it needs rest you know? oh actually it's interesting because shamans always say if you're going to do any of the ancient medicines that they that they do they always say if you're a woman on your cycle you you're already purging you don't do it at the same time so it's interesting how the body, the moon, everything is all it's all synced. And obviously we're women um, and our bodies are attuned to the moon and the cycles unless we're sort of intervening. I find it so interesting. So yeah. like if you think about that, we are 80 to 90 percent water in our bodies. Now, the moon directly affects the tidal rhythm of the flow of the sea and the oceans. And this rhythm is creating a force within us. So when it is a new moon um, and a full moon, they are very overpowering energies and we have to really account for that. And sometimes people, if you don't follow these cycles, don't know why they feel so 
overwhelmed or stressed or anxious other people feel really good on them days like over energized and confident so it just depends really but uh, your maybe uh, your partner your husband and maybe he's got a different way of dealing with the moon. Well, I mean, everyone, if you listen to Emmett's podcast, he sort of he deals with things differently. He does see the world differently. And I think it's beautiful the way he does it because he's he can't visualize the way that most people can. Although I've got an awful lot of messages from so many people saying, that's me, I'm part of that 3%. I can't visualize either. Wow. So it, I think he just sort of, actually, if anything, he shared something which so many people were possibly confused by. So he can't visualize, but I think that gives him freedom. And I think he's realized that, that so when he comes to manifest or when he's doing the new moon, he'll, he'll follow everything with me and he'll really, you know, do breath work and so on. And, and he, he uses the time, like he, he wants to check in and, you know, this is for men and women. This isn't just, just for women. To be reminded of it, doesn't he? Like, right, come on now, new moon, let's check in. Yeah, so what would you do it. with Emmett then? So for a new moon, would you, do you take time to do some visualization, some journaling, yeah. some manifesting? Years, I'd say years ago, we'd put a lot more time into it. And I want to put a lot more time into it again. Um, we're creeping around the house at the moment because we don't want to wake the kids up, really. <laughs> so, um, but not that it's a really noisy ritual or anything that we would do, but we would put like beautiful music on and we'd have a warm drink. Um, we'll talk about things that we're trying to bring in individually, but also as a couple, as a family. But also we talk about um, the world. Like, what does it need? Yeah. And then we sometimes um, we write down uh, things and we I'll sort of like put them under a candle that sometimes I, I might inscribe a little bit with um, a pen, but you can't see the, the pen mark. It's just sort of, yeah, I do it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like doing candle work sometimes and I'll anoint it with frankincense or whatever. Oh, I read about this the other day. Do you write on the candle then? Yeah, but you can't see. What do you do is you just yeah. sort of like cutting into the wax. So it doesn't look like you've got black pen all over. But then... No, you, I- I only heard about this for the first time the other day. I was um, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying about these rituals you can do around, you know, transitions. And they were like, yeah, write in your, your affirmation on the candle. And I was like, I never thought to do that. It's so That's lovely. Right. But you have to be careful which way you're writing it. So mm. if you're wanting it to come to you, you have to write it. If you imagine the top of the candle and write it towards the middle of the candle and ah, from okay. the bottom as well. So they meet in the middle and there's different, there's a, look, there's lots of different ways of doing it. And I think if you're curious about it, do Google it and sort of check the right way of doing it. Yeah. But it's beautiful. And it's, you know, we we sort of do that and we light the candle. We we talk, we we laugh a little bit and we do a meditation. Um, I remember there was one that I did on my own when Emmett was away filming. I think he was in America um, filming. And I remember doing, uh, it was quite a long one when no children were around at this point, uh, north, south, east and west. And I brought in each sort of energy for that and I had crystals well, I always and... do this that blessing ways like well, women's circles are bringing each energy and what that offers us and it's lovely but yeah. like you said then you kept it simple in the morning you get together you do that or whenever what time it was but you don't I think often especially people that are into like yoga and different things and or they're getting into this way of life they can overcomplicate it like I know I was like this about 10 years ago when I did my teacher training I was like, oh my God, I've got to set a whole day of these rituals. Like, I've got to go out in nature. I've got to write my a vision board. And me and my husband, I'd like make him sit down and be like, right, we've got to do this big vision board. But, you know, you just need to, these are small things that count. Like on them days, or you won't stick with it, you know. You yeah, to- it's true. It has to be something you can stick with. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of you, you know, the overcomplicating, you're so right. You've touched on something that's really important there. I think we all do this we overcomplicate because we want it to work and it comes from mani- manifesting or whatever it is that we're trying to do and I think 
I and it's surrendering it like over because I think I've actually been doing this you know maybe a few people who've listened a lot to the podcast I've had loads of things come up and I've, I've been like oh my god I'm so excited you know we've sold our house we've done this but then things have fallen through and mm-hmm. I've realized that I'm like I've got to surrender and now I have actually I think making myself go to Florida I flew on my own with three kids I feel like I need a medal <laughs> You do. I would never do that. It was so hard. But you know what? I did it. I accomplished it. And I got out there and I just had freedom. I tried to switch off my phone. I tried to be present with the kids and spend time just in nature. I was outside like every day and, you know, not you're not not doing as techie stuff and managing the cafe like I always do. And then I knew when I went away because I just handed it over and I was having fun and I was being more playful things are going to happen. And I've come back and we've got news on the business, news on the house. And I feel like my life's coming into alignment. I'm now 35 weeks pregnant, not nearly 35 weeks. And I feel like finally it's coming together before this baby's born. And interestingly, when you've got a new project and they actually say when you're creating a little one, I was reading this Kundalini book actually while I was away. And he said, when you're having a baby, actually you find things come into fruition at the end. It's like it all comes into the cycle. So yeah, I'm feeling very grateful now. <laughs> I'm glad you had a nice but You really needed that because I remember when I was 35, which remember I was ex- I was exhausted because mm-hmm. Emmett was away and oh my goodness, you just need that time to step away uh, and realign. And I think that's that's for anybody out there when you're feeling everything's kind of attaching to you. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there, this is going to sound intense, but I feel like they can be a bit like harpies and they can suck the energy from you and they're quite toxic. And yeah. I feel like you just need to realign, step away take a breather even if you have to take a breather by stepping into the other room and just refocus you know if you're in an office or whatever and and just give yourself a chance because you know it is an awakening now and I feel like so many people are ready for it like I touched on earlier I think you're so right and the boundaries are really important like you don't have to go and whisk yourself off to Florida but you can do it in your own space in your own home you know it's not the end of the world if you have a few days off work for you know mental health leave or you say this is really important so that you can have space for yourself to, you know, sometimes you need space from even people, co-workers or people you're around, even in family. We do need to create time where we have that separation and we have space for ourselves. Um, it gives you and stepping away. We don't have to do them emails and all the Instagram posts and all these things. We feel it's part of our business or we have to to succeed and grow actually you know those things can wait and we just need to give ourselves some space back and I think this is really important as this spring equinox comes set some time in your calendar you know you don't have to go off traveling you can do this right from home and set these rituals and it's very potent time today because we just we're going through a new moon and now it's our time for growth so we've got these cycles we're now going to build up all the way to a full moon through the next cycle so let's talk a little bit about that. So as we grow, we're like, imagine like our bodies are building in light where our projects are coming into fruition, the seeds are planting and how even more powerful it is that we're going through spring at the same time as this new moon. So what do you think people should be doing then? So we're manifesting, tuning back into affirmation work. Maybe they can listen in to our first episode we did on daily rituals because I think that's really important as well during this time. Actually, yes, there is something that... <laughs> So me and Emma are just sort of looking back at our bodies a little bit more at the moment, like what we're we missing. And we we happened to listen to a, a really good podcast with Gary Brecker on. And I think I sent you the link, actually. Uh, but he predicts basically how long, or used to predict how long you have to live. Now, I know it's a bit 
it's a bit dark for our topic, our spring topic, but it was really, really interesting because he touched on all the things that we could be doing that can extend, but also help our bodies thrive way, way more than they actually are. And some of these, yes, there's some of these things that you can do. You can do it, I think it's called a methylene test. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but um, it basically checks what you're deficient in. And it could be one simple thing that you then implement into your body and then suddenly you're like a superhuman, your body's functioning better than it's ever functioned ever before. So I think that's something that people should explore. Um, that's what we're doing at the moment where we're, we're, you know, researching and everything else. Uh, but what he did say, a couple of things that he said that you could do. Now, Emma already does some of these cold showers. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've already talked about cold water therapy and how amazing that is. Um, also sauna, going in a sauna. Is, oh, this is so um, powerful. So yeah, powerful. Definitely an infrared sauna. If you can get an infrared right. sauna, you can buy them from your home. There's some good deals out there on some, but uh, I, that's one thing I really want to invest in when I eventually do sell a business. I was like, oh, I want to treat myself to one of them. <laughs> yeah, because actually they, I, I th- please don't quote me, but I think they said it extends your life by about 10 years or something by using a sauna every day. But also the other I've thing- on which, that Goop Lab, they always talk about it. And yeah. like Gabby Bernstein, she has this, what is it? The blue light, uh, red light, sorry, red light therapy. You can even having the light shining on you and stuff like that is so good for you. It's having more light and heat as well. And going through the the difference of cold and hot is actually very good for us. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah because when actually with my back, I, I I had a herniated disc and I used to put the cold and and hot therapy on the on the back and it was amazing how quickly it, it would actually recover and actually feel much, much better. But anyway, the other one that I thought was great, and I think you probably do this, but you go outside with bare feet and it can extend. Grounding. Ex- yes, but it also extends your life. They've, they've it's actually... actually called earthing, isn't it? Earthing, yeah, isn't it? so earthing. So you go out with bare feet. I'm not saying go to town with no shoes on or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just saying maybe in your garden or if you've gone for a walk and you see a nice bit of forest or take your shoes off, just feel the earth a bit and just reconnect and just breathe into I the mean, earth. I mean, think about, really, let's think now, ask yourself, those listening when is the last time you walked on the bare grass and you with your with your shoes off like outside your home like I I mean I did it in Florida because it was hot yeah it's lovely to live in a hot country but when we're in England if you're listening from England it's not very often that we go outside and get cold feet on the grass and we connect to the earth and they say that we carry frequency from our phones and from our computers and we carry this frequency in our body a slight bit of radiation you know and that frees it. So if we did that every morning, if we went outside, because one of the key things when we did our miracle mornings, when we talked about that on episode one, is stepping outside in your morning, even if it's just five minutes, just staring at the sun, even if it's a cloudy day, getting outside is so important. So if you could do that with bare feet, that would be so powerful, especially I think that there's a power in that, that it connects you to, I have to look up at the sky and go, hey, where are we on our cycle? Because sometimes you can still see the moon, can't you, when it's growing in the morning. So it'll make you connect. Oh, how am I feeling? Can I check in with myself? Because obviously we've got the moon cycles around us, but how also is my cycle, my inner cycle doing? We are sponsored today by Supernova Living, an amazing wellness powder that is packed full of adaptogenic herbs and proteins. It's got red maca, wild chaga, ashwagandha, and so much more. I literally in the morning just shake it up with my gorgeous almond milk and it's just fresh and ready for the day to get you feeling plant powered and ready. 
So if you want to try this amazing organic powder, just head over to supernovaliving.com and use the code with intention to get your 20% off. Enjoy everyone. Uh, for us women, you know, you could, could be menstruating, you could not be. Where are you in your 28 day cycle? You know, it's, it's a perfect opportunity to root down and check in with that every day. It is. And actually, if you time it with sunrise, apparently sunrise as well, if you get up and you sit in, you go outside or you just check in and look at the sky. Again, it has such healing qualities to the body and the mind. Like well, I put all these that things. on our list. So on the rituals, I put sunrise, so waking up earlier. So this could be a ritual you set from this week. Uh, wake up half an hour earlier or even even if you could wake up at sunrise and do these rituals even if it's just five minutes don't put too much pressure on yourself get outside take a hot cup of tea or something like that Uh, ground yourself and do a little bit of breathing you know deep breathing and we've actually we're just launching our website like this next week so brand new website we've got digital downloads if you're struggling for content we give away a free one if you sign up to our newsletter but also we're gonna we're creating loads of digital downloads so you can just go on listen to a five minute like download uh, but there's loads online, you know, you can find so many and it's exciting because, you know, if you feel it's hard to meditate yourself, self-guided meditation is very powerful. I actually, I, I like to do them more than anything. Even as a yoga teacher, I just like to have someone guide me through it. Yeah, but, I think, I think, but these are things that are free. As in like, you can go out, you can do your your, your breath work, your meditation, sunrise, cold water, sh- you know, cold water therapy with your own shower. Um, you know, obviously the sauna wouldn't necessarily be free or, but you, a lot of gyms have them. Yeah. Um, you know, we can do all these. Now, I suppose if you wanted to delve deeper um, and see what you're deficient in, because actually, this is heavy again, sorry, but the I think it's number three. The biggest killer in America is actually misdiagnosis. Mm. It's number three. So it's the third, yeah, it's, it's the third biggest killer. Well, if we think about now, if you go into your GP, I'm not I'm not in any way slating the medical professionals at no, all. No, no, they're amazing. Um, you get five to 10 minutes with a GP, you know, to, to talk about, oh, I've got this backache going on or whatever it is. It's very hard to get a full diagnosis of what, you know, really, if you want to ask someone, you know, how they're doing and what's going on in the physical body. There's a range of things. How How's your work life? How are your stress levels? How What are you eating? You know, and it's not as simple as just, okay, we need to, and generally I'm not, maybe I'm being a little bit over-exaggerating, but there's usually prescribed something, you know, to deal with the the pain, the root mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. We're not, uh, actually, we're not going back to the actual problem. We're not um, giving a solution to stopping that problem. So really you need to do your own research into, What's my body deficient in? If I am getting a lot of backache or shoulder pain or headaches, could it be that my hormones are all out? You know, they or, might say there's a hormonal problem, but they might give you HRT yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> or you know? are you missing D D3 in your life? You know, that are you deficient in that or iron or are you anemic and you don't know you're anemic or all these other things, which actually GPs would probably pick up on as well. But certainly these um these tests that you can get, which they're not free, obviously you have to pay for them, is that you know, it's up to people if they want to do that. But certainly it picks, it literally shows you what you're deficient in, which can turn you into a really, really, what's that? Let me just quickly check what they say. You need that one-to-one. You need that, um, I think, don't get me wrong, I know GPs have got so much on, but they only have that short time with you. Now, 
if you got to sit down with a more therapist where you could go through all your vitamins and your nutrients and do a diagnosis on what things are coming into your body every day. The problem is it's a system at the moment in the NHS or mm. even that they have it in America where you have such short uh, slots. And I think it frustrates medical professionals as well. It's like when you're giving birth, you see a different person every time when you're pregnant. It's uh, we just need more time to discuss these issues. And it's like with my mum passing away, it's a big shock to me because if we had diagnosed this earlier, mm. she could have be still be here. You know, she had the slightest bit of stomach pain and bloatedness, and that was stage four cancer. So, not I'm not trying to get negative negative on here, but I'm saying we really need to tune into our bodies because if you are deficient in these little things like vitamin C or D or whatever, start addressing it sooner before it turns into a real issue, you know? Yeah. And I think also, you know, within a couple of weeks, you would be reaping the benefits and you'll be functioning. Your body would be so optimized and, you know, you're, you're working with your DNA, you're working with your body. Um, and I think, I think spring- there's some things though that you can, um, there's some powders that are made now that are so powerful and they're rich in these vitamins. I know there's one, obviously we promote on the podcast, Supernova Living, which guys go out and try this. It's amazing. When I started it, how it balanced my hormones, it's, if you go on, you can get 20% off. It's, you just type in with intention, but the adaptogenic herbs have a power like medicinal mushrooms and these things. They like, it's like a short circuit, I find, to getting you good vitamins D and all these vitamin C and chaga and uh, corella. Ashwagandha as well. All of these stress, Mm. they relieve you of stress. But there's also one called Athletic Greens, which I'd also like to get um, on the podcast. And this one is a green powder, which is packed full of everything. Like you literally don't even need to take that many supplements. Um, And there's loads out there that you can actually have if you struggle to take supplements. Just shake up. Have it first thing in the morning. I always have my supernova and I feel so much more balanced after it. I'd missed yeah. it. I didn't take it when I was in Florida and I came back and I feel so much better now I've had it. So yeah, yeah it's really good. But yeah, so I mean, I think that's why me going back to the original question, which we went off tangent, but it's, it's <laughs> nice to off. have these tangents. But <laughs> I think that's what we, we, me and Emma are doing at the moment. We're, we're sort of looking at our bodies like, well, what are we missing? What can we do spiritually? What can we do? physically with our body our minds everything we're, we're looking at it like that we're mapping our bodies out a little bit at the moment and see where that takes us I'll, and we were I'll, talking I'll... before about um the new moon and I know we said we progressed to the, the full moon so it might be nice just now to talk about so what, I know you talked about your crystals earlier mm. um what would you do as we reach the full moon so at the end of this cycle when we get to the full moon or halfway um what practices do you do then I used to, and I still, I, I still do when I get a moment, if I've written down in the new moon, the things that I wanted or to bring in or what I'm trying to energetically bring, ar- bring around for the world or whatever, I would then actually burn the pieces of paper on the full moon, um, obviously in a, a safe way. Um, and then sort of discard of those naturally and, um, you know, and release them. And that would be the full release there. Um, but also I just kind of, I think when, more than anything, it's stripping it back and not overcomplicating because it's nice to do ceremonies and rituals and so on. But sometimes you just need to sit there and surrender exactly everything that you said because the full moon, when you just surrender, mm. oh, it feels so good. It feels like a whole... Time for rest, I think, so important. Like really maybe yoga nidra practice, mm. go to a restorative class. Um, I, often I know so many women and men that push, 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 like... If you've got, if you're a really fit person, you might be running every day or 
um, which is great. You're doing exercise or biking, but everyone needs a respite. Everyone needs some time off just to let their body recuperate. Um, and I know I've talked on our second to last podcast was um, about our cycles. We all need that time. And some of you might find that as women, we menstruate during the new moon or we menstruate during the full moon. So we have the bleed. So you have to tune into that, like check in with your body. When do you menstruate? Because if it is around the full moon, you really need to take a few days off. Strong exercise. You want to sleep more. You want to get out in nature more. Um, all of this is so powerful. And I think, like you just said, surrendering, get over, letting go, maybe doing a little fire ceremony, just light a candle, you know, let go of things. And also a bit of gratitude in there. We're not, you know, that's a massive thing for spring. Just thank you because the new life, we've been given another day. And I know it's very cliche and, you know, people say that, oh, you know, but actually me and Emma looked at each other and went, oh my gosh, we've been given another day. Oh, this is amazing. And, I loved how um, you said that in our episode one, you said, even if I don't have time, you know, having kids, um, I've got my fourth on the way, it's crazy. But, you know, you don't have that much time in the morning. I've got to get on the school run and all this stuff. Literally just sitting there or before you go to bed at night, just oh, thank you, universe, for this beautiful day. You know, or thank you for this new opportunity for growth today. We've got to think of it. I actually wrote down like um, with this time of welcoming in the spring equinox, um, we're actually being reborn in a way. And just as nature has been reborn, there's a rebirth within the ground. Parts of you now, the listener, are coming alive in ways that they never have before. Mm. So you've had a complete, they say that we actually change all our cells in a body after a few years. I think it's seven years, every seven years. And there's so much change in us. Um, that, that's interesting. You said seven years because that's the same for relationships. I'm talking business relationships, friendships and romantic relationships. They either continue within that cycle for another seven years or they so true I feel that so strongly like I'm approaching five years now having the business and starting to let go of that we're letting new owners take control and it is like it's a lot of surrendering but mm-hmm. it's, this took it took two years of growth before we even set up the business so I feel like it has been a seven-year cycle and it's amazing like once you tune into these natural cycles happening around us all the time the spring equinox is a real pivotal moment for all of us today. Um, and it's not just something that's, this has been celebrated for thousands of years. This is a real pagan tradition. Um, and if anyone does have an opportunity to ever go to a stone circle or the Stonehenge gathering, like the power in that of community around this time, so special. Like I'd love to go. I, I, I've i driven past um, Stonehenge, but I've never actually ventured up and just had a little nose. So I'm, I must do that you've got to go oh, I had an opportunity when I got back from India when I'd been doing this documentary once many years ago um Shiva Ray was doing it uh it was called a full body pilgrimage she's an amazing yoga teacher from America you should check her out and we did a seven day pilgrimage through Glastonbury and the last day we ended in the Stonehenge circle and she got private access to do this ceremony at, at, like it was sunset actually then but oh my god I I will never forget that like touching the stones and connecting and it's a very sacred energy there but we have these across the whole of Britain so we've got different stone markers um, and ley lines so and it's quite alternative but you can actually get your dowsing rods out and check where the ley lines run um the natural springs and I'll just again, get my this- rods out hang on a minute <laughs> yeah. no I actually <laughs> But no, actually, if in doubt, though, you can always hug a tree, guys. I know that sounds mental, but you can actually hug a tree because they, they're so powerful and strong, the trees. 
And you might find me in a forest just wrapping my arms around a twig or two, you know, but it, but actually you, you can collect that beautiful energy, that strength from a tree because they are so strong. But well, in Shavasana the other day when I was at yoga, that song came on by Ram. Well, he's done like a Ram Das that did this version of a song, him talking in the background. And it's like, I am nature, I am mm. the tree. And, but you know, I know it sounds wishy washy, but we are actually the tree like we are yeah everything's connected we've come from nature we've evolved from you know these the the amazing of evolution of nature how we've come to this earth you know through the dinosaurs all all of this is we are connected to everything and and science is now championing this you know it's not something that you know all the spiritual teachers have have talked about for, for centuries um and now finally science is catching up it's um, so get is, out there, guys. Yes, get out there. I, I mean, actually, I think we might have to yes, draw this well, one to a... Oh, first, on. let's do our cards. Card. We need a card. So let me just grab my cards. Hold on. <laughs> okay. she, she did a little roll sideways there, guys. You won't be able to know, <laughs> see, because she's... <laughs> but she's done a little pregnancy roll to grab her cards. I sometimes forget I'm pregnant and just go diving off. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I have to watch. The baby starts wriggling then. Um... Okay, let's do a little card. So, because it's really important, I'd asked, I'd written here actually some questions to ask yourself today as well. Because what, you know, around this spring equinox time, it's a really important time to try things that are new. So, if you're feeling a bit stagnant in your life, try something completely new, maybe something mm-hmm. that scares you. Um, so, tune into yourself. So, let's all just take a deep breath and just let it go. So what do you feel you want to harvest as we welcome in the springtime energy? What are you feeling drawn towards? And what excites that soul fire, that heart fire within you? And we're going to ask for an intention today for something that we could focus on. So let's see what the cards tell us today. Hmm. So this says is the time for a beginner's mindset. Oh, so, take us back to the beginning. It's a little porcupine. Oh, that's okay. A little porcupine. So it's porcupine spirit. And it's all about, yeah, taking time for to to maybe become the student again, to learn yeah. things fresh and new and get out there in nature, maybe become our childlike selves and just really tune into that and Try something completely new that you've not done before. So that set that on your list for this week <laughs> that you're going to get out there. You're going to book in maybe a Zumba class or something like, I don't know, a running club or, you know, something different. And um, yeah, we're just sending you so much love and light. And this is your time now for awakening and rebirth. So take some time, maybe set a time to do a vision board. That's a lovely ritual. And just make more time for yourself because it's so important. You are the most important person on this planet now, you listening, and it's time to give back to yourself. Have a wonderful, inspired, abundant day, guys. Much love from both of us. If you've enjoyed listening to With Intention, why not give us a fabulous rating? Help us connect with more like-minded people like yourselves and build out our fabulous community. Or... Subscribe to our podcast and you'll never miss an episode.